Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silva and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Piccolo and Dr. Zong. Torture Zom a little bit and uh, yep. inspired a couple of filmed on video action movies from from 1993. I should make that title. Filmed on video action movies from 1993. We have Street Angels. Um, we have Death Run to Istanbul. I'm doing them in the order that we're going to do them in because we're saving Street Angels, baby. Um, Death Run to Istanbul and Street Angels, as I already said. So. We'll get to those soon. Zom, how are you, sir? Um, in a fog. In a Spoggy. fog. I've been walking around in a fog all day. I'm back on the... Uh, I was getting good sleep for a little while, and I seem to be back on that weird almost insomnia thing where I would sleep yeah. for like 30 minutes and then wake up for a moment, and it's really obnoxious. That's what I'm doing, too. <laughs> it must be I'm, catching. I'm seeing the passing of time. Looks like it's getting gradually brighter in the room, and uh, traffic's picking up. I can hear the highway from my bedroom. You should write a song about it. Ugh. Ugh. I would if I was talented at all, but you know how that goes. Ugh. I bought a. I've been playing a lot of uh, Super Smash Brothers on Wii U and on uh, on. Uh, Game Boy this last past couple weeks, so that's been fun. I haven't played those in years. It's a kind of a fighting game, but kind of uh, you smash stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like the point is not to knock each other out. The point is to like blow each other off the screen, like literally walk off the screen and blow, give each other blowjobs. And uh, nice. oh wait, <laughs> uh, no, it's like the the more damage you take, the farther you fly when you get hit, and you actually fly. Yeah, like you fight on platforms, you're trying to knock each other off the platform. It's pretty cool. You can play online and stuff. So, and I've been reading Doom Patrol. So lots of wasted time this week. Lots of sitting Patrol. on my ass. Um, Doom Patrol is a DC team, or was uh-huh. maybe still is. Um, it started in the '60s, but was one of those ones that never caught on, but kept getting brought back over and over again. And um, I'm reading in particular Grant Morrison's run on it that started like in 1988, and it's really fucking bizarre. Um, there's a the the team is a woman with 64 personalities, all of which have their own special, unique superpower. Uh, 
a robot. Well, it's he's a robot in his body. He has a human's brain, and he is uh, just t- tortured by that fact because he can't like feel like the wind blow or anything anymore. And okay, um, you. then you have this negative person. It was negative man who uh, I don't remember the accident, but basically this black energy or this. Uh, um, dark matter being can come out of him, but it makes his body totally vulnerable and lifeless. Um, but he died, and somebody else like absorbed the the black the, the the being, and then apparently she died too. And the, and now they they've combined into one, so they're kind of a man and woman at the same time, and they refer to themselves as we, and their name is now Rebus. <laughs> in their first story arc, they were fighting the Scissor Men in an alternate dimension that may or may not have existed. It'd be cool if they were fighting the Scissor Women, <laughs> and those two women were just like hooked at the garage. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. I'm looking at it on IMDb. I've never heard of the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yeah. If, Although if, I have been around quite a few negative uh, people, negative women, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh no, guys. What, what have you been watching this week? Oh, well, here we go. Dropped it on you. Uh, leave the group um, for that burp. <laughs> Let's see. I watched Troll Hunter again, Yay. which is still fucking funny. Um, I watched a movie called Hobo with a Shotgun, Uh-oh. which still is. Ugh. I watched. Uh, uh, was it was it any better this time than the first nope, time? Nope, no. Nope. I have no uh, hope for the movies this week. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, it's, it says something about what we watched this week, too. Anyway, <laughs> um, I watched uh, a movie called Tammy, which was fucking horrible. Um, it's a new one. It's a comedy with that um, heavy girl that's supposed to be funny. Oh, and what's her name? She carries the McCarthy? whole show. McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. It's fucking bad. It's just not good. I it really is. I was like, ugh. The only good thing is my friend Randy goes said something about Gary Cole. He goes, he goes, guess who that guy is? And I was like, who's? And I said, oh, it's Gary Cole. And I was like, that's not Gary Cole. And I looked at him, and I even said, I said, that is not fucking Gary Cole. And he looked like George Eastman. <laughs> had a beard and the same hair and everything. Ended up, it was Gary Cole. So I had to eat my words. I watched a George uh, Eastman movie this week. Was it good? It was good. Okay. Um. <laughs> I watched uh, R.I.P.D. again. I oh. bought it on Blue at oh. Walmart, uh, and it was it was better this time than it was the first time. It's Jeff Bridges oh. is pretty over the top and funny. There you go. Um, is he doing the mushmouth accent in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy mushmouth. He, he likes that um, these days. He does it really bad in this one. I started to watch. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it. It was. Um, like in the future where they keep everybody pretty much null and void on pills to make the perfect society. Him and Meryl Streep are in it. And, uh, huh. it, it got, I got bored, so I didn't watch it. Um, I watched uh, the Idris Elba Mandela movie, which was really good, about Nelson Mandela and his struggles and going to prison and apartheid and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Idris Elba, he, he talks like Nelson Mandela through the whole movie, so that's kind of weird, you know, because it's... Um, but it was it was good. Uh, a lot of stuff to cover in one movie. So uh, when you know, I mean, my God, the guy was in fucking prison for like fifty years. So 
Yeah. They kind of gloss over that part. He like goes in with black hair and comes out with gray hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I watched on Blu-ray, which I bought, uh, 1978's Alex uh, Dorenzi's Pretty Peaches, which looks uh, pretty good on uh, Blu-ray. Um, nice. Let's see Desiree Cousteau get fucked a lot. Uh, and she's funny because she's like uh, got amnesia and she's totally uh, uh, ditzy uh, simpleton, uh, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Uh, I don't know why I think it's funny, but it's good. Uh, she's got a great <laughs> body. Jesus. Um, I watched 30 for 30, Rand University about Randy Moss, who was from West Virginia and did not like it uh, because uh, he lives in like the – there's – the state is very racist, but mm-hmm. the further south you go in the state, the more racist I think it gets. Uh, you know, where I live, um, there's uh, you're getting close to Pennsylvania, and um, it's uh, at least, especially you know, the people that are more educated, like yeah. college people and stuff like that. But when you get down in the southern part of the state, and this isn't everybody, so if anybody lives down there or whatever, but. Oh my God, it's bad, and uh, you know just some of the problems he had in school with people with uh, kids being taught race to be racist. And uh, is he? Uh, does he still play football? Nah, he no, he ended he up retiring, but they pretty much he retired, and he was still playing at a top level, and he probably can play right now. He there were several people that said that he was one of the, the probably the best athletes they had ever seen. He could do hmm. it all: baseball, basketball. Uh, and tow, he's tow, he still talks like you know real red, redneck. No, really? it's it's funny to listen to him talk, but uh, it's sad. Um, you know, growing up uh, where he did and all the stuff he had to put up with. So, did you like it, or you said you, you said did not like it? Was it he him that did not like college, or you that did not like the movie? No, I like the. Uh, it's only like a little over thirty minutes, I think. But uh, uh, I liked it. He uh, where no where he lived. Um, he got to where he just despised West Virginia, because. Uh, uh, but now that he's older, his mom kind of had to set him straight on some stuff, and and uh, he comes back and helps out the kids down there and everything. And I watched, uh, not for a choice of my own, but I watched uh, Paycheck with Ben Affleck and Uma Thurman and Aaron Eckhart. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it because mm-hmm. I mean it's a Philip K. Dick based on Philip K. Dick uh, novel and he usually does interesting stuff. I'm not a huge fan of Ben Affleck, but it was all right. It it had an interesting concept. Um, He said he came up with the uh, concept for the, for the, it's short story that Philip K. Dick did. And he came up with Mm -hmm. a concept where he just thought to himself, okay, I have a dime in my pocket and it means like absolutely nothing. I could just throw it away. But there are certain days where that dime in my pocket might mean the uh, difference between life and death. You know, if you needed a dime to make a phone call to save your life or whatever. And then he just kind of ran with that. So it was, it was all right. It wasn't bad. Uh, Some people really shit on it, but I mean, it was all right. Um, That's about it. I didn't watch too much. Watch some hockey. Uh, Listen to some hockey and uh, watched some penguins and, uh, there's a channel on Comcast, NBC Sports, and it just gives like the highlights of a of a game. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a big hit or when somebody scores or the 
goalie makes a big save and I kind of ran through those and got caught up on some stuff and I've been listening to um, the um, on Sirius they have a, a you know in the morning they still have a hockey, the hockey network channel and they just talk a lot about it you know I hit I hear some games on the way to work you know but uh, in the morning so I mean you know tr- uh, coaches getting fired and Mm-hmm. Shit like that, and uh, so it kind of helps you get caught up. And I've been listening to tons of Howard Stern involving O'Reilly, a Martin motherfucker, um, and he <laughs> is fucking hilarious. I when I drive to work sometimes um, on Howard One Hundred and One, um, I uh, uh, hear uh, Riley Martin. Uh, on uh, that channel, talk about being abducted by uh, aliens, and it's one. He's one of these guys that uh, claims that he was um, abducted by aliens and had sex with these alien women and uh, had kids with them, humanoid kids, and all this stuff. And but he is fucking pretty hilarious, especially when he is uh, wanting. The, those uh, Jew motherfuckers at Sirius not uh, uh, paying him what he's worth. $400. Uh, you can't even pay the goddamn motherfucking toll. And parking. Is, um, are you going to keep players. your uh, Sirius subscription after? I'm telling you, I think that I might. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it for a couple years. I had XM for probably two or three years. It's got some pretty entertaining shit on it. As far as music goes, there's times where I'm driving to work and I, and like Stern runs when I'm coming home in the morning, I, whatever interview he he's done is when I usually hit that, Mm -hmm. but then they replay it over and over. Like Lady Gaga, I have not a lot of interest in her and it was on in the morning. And then when I went somewhere that night, they were replaying it. And then the next day they were, you know, they replay a lot of those interviews, Dave Grohl, and some some of them are good and interesting, yeah. but I liked um, the old school stuff where they just had the whack pack like Jeff the Drunk and people like that and Sal the Stockbroker and shit, but I never really hear anything like that. And mm-hmm. So I think when he finally retires, ugh, I don't know if it'll affect me or not because they may still play like a bunch of his old stuff, but it's not just... I like the hockey stuff, you know, yeah. most of all, motherfucker. Um, so see. anyway, what have you been well, watching? I watched. That's I, I hardly watched anything. Um, oh, it was all related to. There was two I started and quit, and I can't even remember what they are. One, actually, I remember one of them. One was uh, Django the Bastard. I didn't finish it, um, but I liked what I saw. Anyway, is that Franco Nero? Probably. No, Franco Nero. Oh. As many "quote unquote" Django movies as there been, he was only ever in two. Huh. He was in the first one, and he was in one in like 1987. Um, but yeah, I saw, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's about 20 Django "quote unquote" Django movies from '66 until '72, <laughs> and he's not in any of them except for the one, the original one. But anyway, I watched uh, Desperado. Um, so I went down the uh, Netflix path. Yeah, I just watched. So I watched that and and Selma Hayek, and I totally forgot she shows tits in this movie. Oh, they they kind of fuck, don't they? Yeah, yeah. they don't they don't kind of fuck. It's a total like slow motion yeah. candlelight scene. Yeah. Um, 
They, uh, that's two good looking s- people there. Yeah, they would make pretty babies, those two. Yeah. Um, Instead, he got with uh, oh. Duck Lips, who's the, 40 years older than him. I, I like this. I, I, I haven't seen it since video. Um, Trejo's in it and is a weird character that throws knives and still has short hair, so it looks weird, but he's he's had that tattoo on his chest forever, apparently. Um, Tarantino's in it and tells a funny joke, but he's not in it for long. Um, I liked it this time. I did not like it the first time I saw it. I don't know why, but uh, I liked it this time. And like I said on, on Facebook, I know I must be fucking exhausted from my weird sleep because I fell asleep. Uh, there's About 30 minutes in, there's the... The scene when uh, Banderas walks into the bar and like it's ridiculous, like the ridiculous shootout where you know obvious like there's one point there's a guy shooting a machine gun and missing him and he's standing there reloading, um, but like it's very it's loud there's shit blowing up you know and I was totally sleeping through the whole fucking thing, yeah. <laughs> wow. um, so I had to rewind and in a in a mark of true uh, laziness I couldn't find the Apple TV remote, but my iPad was close by, so I downloaded the Apple TV remote app <laughs> to rewind <laughs> the movie because I couldn't reach that the That is lazy. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to get up. It was awesome. Um, and they've improved the app. You can actually, like, I can rewind the Netflix. Instead of just having buttons that you can kind of guess, it actually has a little counter bar, and I can grab it and rewind the movie right there from the iPad while it's playing on TV. It's pretty cool. Um, let's see. I watched Reservoir Dogs, which came up as a link on Desperado after I finished, and I've not seen that in years. Eh, you know what? Never mind. I watched it a couple years ago, but I guess that's still years. Um, still good. Uh, I guess the Buscemi link brought those two together, and well, Tarantino being buddies with Rodriguez, but, um, yeah, still like it. Still good. Then I watched Django Unchained, um... It's too long, but I like it. Um, yeah, it's on Netflix too, so uh, you can uh, Jingle. check it out on there. And that got me in the mood to watch. Well, I was going to watch "My Name Is Trinity." The there's a song at the beginning of Django Unchained that's pulled from "My Name Is Trinity" that has um, Terrence Hill in it. But I decided to watch Django prepare a or it's it's a Django movie. The literal name of the movie. Prepare my sandwich. Prepare, prepare my. It's prepare a coffin. So it's kind of a. It's a prequel. It was made after the original Django, but it's a prequel because he hasn't. Like his wife is still alive at the beginning, and that's kind of the whole impetus of the of the other one. Why he's such a. Uh, why he's so angry is because his wife was murdered. So this one is like his wife getting murdered and him becoming what he is, and he got he, he, he's. Uh, basically, he's he's supposed to be a hangman, but he always lets everybody off because he he'll go into the prison to like prepare them, and he puts a harness around them so that when they get hanged, they are just hanging by their arms instead of their neck. But anyway, um, but it's good, and the uh, this that has this has Terrence Hill also, uh, and he looks so much fucking like Franco Nero. It's crazy. Um, and that this is the one that has George Eastman in it too. George Eastman was like the sheriff or something. And he is literally like a foot taller than everybody he stands around in this movie. Did he rape anybody? No raping. He's very yeah. he's very uh well behaved. I mean outside of the fact that he's a uh I mean he's like the bad guy, but he's not 
he's not like a a lech. Um, <laughs> I watched the Sheik, uh, the new Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik, Bubba. Um, <laughs> this has fucking everybody like gives some words in this. Um, like there's several like interviews, that? little clips with the rock, uh, Hulk Hogan, Bob Orton. Um, no, Brian Blair. No, no, Brian Blair. They do. He does mention Brian Blair, but he doesn't. I'll tell you. Yes. No, I'll tell you what, if. If you know if you know a lot about the Sheik, this movie is not going to tell you anything new. Um, it was well put together. I liked it. I bought it just because it's kind of a, a neat thing. Um, you were supporting the Sheik and his uh, yeah uh, and his drug habits. Motherfucking the, um, foot fixed. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, like I'm going to buy Kamala's book when that comes when that's out. So you know, just to help these guys out that I grew up watching, but. You know, I didn't know a lot about how he started. I knew that he coached uh, the uh, Olympic wrestling teams. Um, But I didn't know, like, about his early days in pro wrestling, which was kind of neat. With Vern Gagne. Yeah, and he's been with his wife for so long, I didn't realize it was the... Yeah, she must be a goddamn saint. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) And, um, but she, you know, she talked about how hot he was when they first met, like, his his six-pack abs and all this stuff, and they showed old pictures of him. He was a handsome dude. It was before he started shaving his head, but he was losing his hair and stuff, and, like, they didn't really use him the right way. He was kind of like, he had the Olympic-style theme, and starting with the, uh, the whole... Iran Contra affair, the the whole hostage thing with Jimmy Carter. That's when he decided to be the heel and start shaving his head. And his wife said when she never. When did you she, decide to start being the heel? <laughs> when I was born. Uh, <laughs> she. Um, <laughs> nobody likes me. She she said she didn't like the shaved head, even though he's had it for so long. Yeah. But um, she liked that tongue though. She, uh, uh, and when I, she I fucks did, her up the ass and makes her humble. And I'd forgotten about the whole hacksaw Jim Duggan thing that they go into. Yeah, too. they like to smoke some doobage. Yeah, but while um, they were yeah. supposedly beating each other to death in the ring, that was funny. Yeah, they were on their way to a wrestling match when they got caught. And somehow <laughs> they still made it on time. They got out of prison in time. So. Um, what the hell is that? Are you spraying something off? Um. Actually, that's it. That's all I watched. I watched. I did watch a lot of TV this week. What you um, watch? I watched. I started watching Arrow, the Green Arrow show, um, and it's pretty violent. It's good. I like it so far. I've watched like six episodes, um, but I've been watching The Flash. I caught up on The Flash totally. It's all on Hulu. Um, but The Flash, like the Green, there was a Green Arrow episode of The Flash, and. Um, so that made me interested in watching Arrow, but only season three is on Hulu, so I had to uh, borrow the first couple seasons of, of, of Arrow. <laughs> I understand. And, um, <laughs> and uh, well, besides that, I watched, um, I'm, I'm caught up on Lucha Underground. Um, is that any good or what? It's all is right. worth a look? Uh, you might, you probably won't like it because it's all, it's, it's, it's very like aerial spot based wrestling. But it's it's entertaining. I mean, I like I like the I like the masks. I like the characters on it. So, um, and uh, I checked out some Ring of Honor. 
and uh, they got some serious sound problems and some fucking lighting problems, but they they put on a pretty good show too. Well, it gets a little spotty at times too, but uh, um, the Jay Lethal is the TV champ, and uh, he doesn't do the Macho Man thing anymore. But people still chant it every once in a while, and he does. <laughs> he he went up to the top rope and did the fingers in the air before he jumped off. So. Uh, did you ever see him when he was doing the Macho Man thing? Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, good. He, yeah. he was really good. Um, so I'm always jealous of that. I wish I could do a good Macho Man, but I, I just cough whenever I try. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's all I watched. i just been, you know, playing games and reading comics and fucking around so and not sleeping. Fucking around literally or figuratively? Yeah, totally figuratively. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I've been fucking my hand pretty hard. <sighs> Giving it a good fuck. Take that hand. Did you smash a pie on the back of your hand and <laughs> wear a Jimmy <laughs> Carter mask? In my face and then cried. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy uh, Carter mask. Did you say Jimmy Carter mask? Yes. Oh, awesome. I go get one of those. <laughs> Maybe just a gorilla mask then. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, the let's gorilla take... mask is the, the hair. Ugh. It's all no, over the place. It tickles the fuck out of you. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and come back and cover Death Run to Istanbul. (laughs) You're going to love it. We'll be right back. Yes, yes. If I had a podcast, I'd podcast in the morning. I'd podcast in the evening. All over the shore. I talk about Hamlet. I talk about Amicus. I talk about every kind of wish point in between, especially about Neil Cottery. Amicus.com. Good James choice. What? I love when Dan Fogelberg did this version. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, body count. I don't. That might be a new song. I don't know. I've never heard that one. Strangely, right. I've never heard it either. <laughs> what? <laughs> Death Run to Istanbul, <laughs> 1993. Uh, Gary is a drugged out for. I read this last week. <laughs> Gary is a drugged-out former kickboxer who owes gangsters, it's not $15,000, it's $50,000. Alonzo, the young mob chief, forgives the debt if Gary is willing to transport a briefcase full of drugs to Istanbul. He loses the case. The criminals come after him, and his former (laughs) girlfriend, Sam, must now come to his rescue. (laughs) 
<laughs> Starring. This is now. This is written and directed by somebody named Rachel Gordon. Now, Rachel Gordon sounds like a woman's name, so that's interesting. This is not a woman's type. Uh, It'd be interesting if thing. it wasn't a woman. <laughs> Would it? Definitely. You mean the hero or the director? No, Rachel. Oh yeah, if there, if it was a dude named Rachel, let's see, Rachel. Rachel Gordon directed a lot of stuff and uh, Lethal Cowboy. (laughs) So this is the intro. This is Rachel's first movie, Lethal Cowboy, Dungeon of Desire, uh, Passion Crimes, Animal Attraction Three, Naked Betrayal, (laughs) Animal Attraction Three. I don't think I've heard of any of the actors in any of these movies. Uh, Let's see, Naked Betrayal. She hasn't directed since 2003. It must have not been as lucrative as she was hoping. <laughs> uh, her <laughs> video you... camera stopped working. <laughs> yeah, the VHS thing that she bought tw- <laughs> 10 years prior just finally broke. Right it got a tape stuck in it for good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lethal Cowboy sounds interesting. I might try to find this one. It has somebody in it named Blackwater. A, a person. The actor's name is actually Blackwater. So. Well, what did you? Th- oh, it has Christopher Mitchum in it, <laughs> playing a mafia hoodlum. Yeah. So, yeah. what did you think of? Uh, what did you think of uh, Death Run to Istanbul? Okay, well, <laughs> Will, this is for you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, now, I will say this: I, I, uh, I enjoyed Death Run to Istanbul. Uh, okay, I always want to say ish. Istanbul. Istanbul. It's, um, it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Now, I will say this. Uh, Boo! It um, very it was very amateurish. The editing <laughs> was fucking horrible. No, what? Um, there were scenes that there were a couple of scenes um, where <laughs> okay, let's well let me I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay, first of all, you have Gary, uh, who is um, kind of a cool. Uh, low budget street kind of person, and you can tell that because he wears a leather jacket all the time and white um, sneakers. <laughs> and white sneakers. I called um, him the Fonz. I didn't know his name for half the movie. I just called him the Fonz. Yeah, he kind of looks. He kind of comes off like a like a somebody from like nine hundred two one zero who's trying to be hard. Um, and <laughs> my first note is my first note is thirty seconds in, and I can hear Zom groaning already. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, thirty seconds in. How about five minutes fucking in? They th- <laughs> first of all the fir- the opening titles they show a montage of everything that happens in the movie, which takes forever. Did you stick and, around for the end credits? Yes, it was the same thing. It's like, why the fuck did they do that? They already did that at the and the movie's only an hour and eighteen minutes long. So you have five minutes at the beginning of them showing like a montage uh, with the the titles. And then at the end they do the same thing, which was probably another two or three minutes. So you know that takes. Um, now, this movie. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll I'll just speak on this movie, and then you know the other one. They Let me speak go hand, on this, Bubba. Bubba. Um, but this motherfucker, see, um, <laughs> it was. It appeared to me like some people that took uh, like uh, karate classes. Ooh. At some school, decided, yeah. hey, you know, we have a couple of girls here that are, you know, are I don't know, semi-attractive, 
And, uh, uh, well, the one um, who is Gary's sister, she looks like a porn star. And, uh, yeah, and it's kind of – the way that it's shot kind of reminded me of some low-budget um, um, handheld video porn movies from like the mid-80s. Um, but they all kind of have at least some knowledge of like uh, taekwondo or something. Uh, some of them – a little bit better than others. Most of it looks really bad, but I will say this (laughs) while I was watching it, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I felt bad for him, (laughs) but I I was just like, well, I I kept saying, saying to myself, Oh, like bless their heart. They, they, they tried, you know, they, they they were trying. It's like when you go to wrestling, but it's some, uh, like, uh, independent thing and they're like that you would see on the botch botcha mania or something and you're like but you know they're 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 giving it their all they're trying like the girls that are supposed to be like the like hot and you know they really aren't that hot um what's her name um oh uh sam okay now gary is he's got a problem he's got he's got some addiction problems yeah and um, he gets in. He gets into a, a kind of a spat, and they do some flashbacks, which were I didn't even know there were flashbacks. Like they make no when, fucking sense whatsoever. When he's walking from his apartment to his car, and the big black guy goes, "Hey, Gary, what are you doing?" And he goes, "Going on a date." You know, what's it to uh, you? Like, what's it to you? And the guy he and the guy just like chasing down. And that's another thing about these these movies. Um, when they have like uh, the the main thing is that the people know a little bit of karate, then everybody in the movie, like if they were walking down the street and there was an eighty year old woman standing there, uh, and they attacked her, she would do like some karate. Well, I don't know. Stupid. We do see some. We do see an old guy get abused in the next movie. Yeah, oh, not, yeah. he definitely doesn't know karate. Well, and he's, a, he's a victim. I watched. But, uh, <laughs> I tried watching that at work today, and I fucking busted out laughing. I had headphones on, and people were just staring at me. Um, he, Gary, uh, like he he has this ex kind of ex girlfriend who is. I don't know if I would say she's straight out like butch, but she's definitely hard. I mean, <laughs> this is Sam. She lacks. First of all, she has a guy's name. And she, the way she dresses is pretty, uh, uh, pretty bad. Um, uh, she drives a car that it's like a <laughs> Honda Civic from like, like maybe the first ones they made. She oh, really, it wasn't quite the first. It was a, it was a like a mid '80s Honda oh, Civic total hatchback. Piece of shit. Oh my god, the window was taped. <laughs> yeah, the window had tape on it. And 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 when she would now that's one thing the sound effects for that were realistic like she opened and closed the door like twenty times it had the, shit all in the back of it it was terrible there was garbage everywhere <laughs> and um, she didn't do herself any favors as far as how she dressed um, they they showed her of course you know to to uh, to um, set up the fact that she's this martial artist or. Uh, a kickboxing slut or a kickboxing bitch or whatever they want to they they, they say stuff like the fucking saggiest butted jeans saggy butted terrible. jeans and 
or saggy, <laughs> like she would take wear like sweatpants or something that were pulled up almost to her chest, and she would have them tucked into like Doc Martens. There was one scene where she was supposed to be sneaking up on this guy, and she ran probably like twenty yards across this um, this driveway, and he's standing there, and it's, you can hear the Doc Martens just going clump 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 <laughs> as she's running. And but he he uh, obviously he's supposed not to hear it. Um, there are this some. Is al- this, that, this is almost as bad as Prometheus, man. All these plot holes. Yeah, just plot holes. Um, this is the first movie I've ever seen that had um, slow speed uh, jogging chase. Oh God, it was all. <laughs> the these running guys was chasing, so bad. Yeah, the guys were chasing Gary, and I guess maybe they they either didn't want the camera shaking too much or. The person carrying the camera <laughs> was get was you know couldn't run or was out of breath or something. Gary looked they, winded himself. So, like when when I used to jog, I was never like I never ran really fast. Just you know, just kind of jog slowly. And this they're running so slowly, you know, like almost like running in place. You could tell. <laughs> um, there were several scenes in this movie where I heard somebody say "cut." Like <laughs> I didn't like, even notice that. Yeah, like she's she uh, Sam. There was a couple of different times where she'd be somewhere and she'd look at something and you'd hear a woman go cut, That's awesome. and then they go to the next scene. So you know, <laughs> and, and now knowing because I didn't even look it up that there was a woman director, um, and Rachel Gordon also wrote this. So you know, she's she's a, a, a Renaissance person. She's a jack of all trades. All of she's going to be an altar. All of her movies are going to be uh, have that look. We're going to know. But, yeah, it's, it's, we're it's gonna got know Rachel Gordon look. Um, uh, most of the women in this are well, you know, Sam and um, Gary's sister uh, are both pretty. You know, they they don't take a lot, a lot of shit. They know their they know their uh, you know basic karate, and they they'll kick some ass and kick people in the balls. Um, now Alonzo kind of reminded me if you took. <laughs> If you took Tom Cruise and then you took the the lead bad guy from Kinjite that has the slick back hair that right. um, Bronson hated and kind of molded them together. Now, as far as acting goes, he he was one of the better actors <laughs> yeah. in it. If you you know, that's like being the the best of the worst. He had a weird accent. Yeah, he did have kind of a weird accent, and he had the slick back hair. He was. He had some very over the top moments. He had a little toady no. kind of a, uh, I don't know if that was a a Hindi or a stereotypical kind of a little servant that he would yell at. He would. It was like he was trying to train him, and the guy would like walk in and I thought he was praying, but he said he was in this room just singing, and the guy just burst in and said, "You know, boss." Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's somebody here that needs to see you right now. And he's like, did you just come in here and not knock? And then he screams at the guy, like shrieks at him. And this is, now you go back out and can't you see I'm singing? And he says, now you go back out and you, and knock on the door and do it the right way. So they, he makes the guy go out and the guy does it. And then he comes in and he goes, you know, there's somebody here needs to see you. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, now, he, he also had, some, had the two henchmen that, like, they were supposed to be, like, twins. They wore those yeah. terrible, like, print, oh. 90s print uh, shirts unbuttoned down to their navels, and they had both had perms. He had henchmen 
that it looked like they went to the karate dojo that they all hung hang out at. <laughs> and um, it reminded me of that Danny uh, McBride movie where he does <laughs> – yeah, what's that, karate foot, movie? Foot, foot Fist Way. Yeah, that's kind of what it reminded me of. And um, and so did the other the, the other movie that we're, we watched. But um, <laughs> he um, – the, the, some of the henchmen did not look like tough at all, but you know they just they like went to the karate school that probably Rachel Gordon goes to, and uh, <laughs> you know, and so. Um, but Ga- there was there there were some scenes with uh, Sam and Gary, like where he's supposed to be kind of strung out on on I guess it would be heroin. And he's yeah, she look looks at his arm. So yeah, she just like, but she doesn't like pull it up very far like I, I don't know if he must have been shooting up in his wrist because you know most people shoot up like around like with their, i guess like on their, their arm pit, yeah. you know around their elbow or close around there and she just barely lifts his jacket sleeve up and goes oh i can't believe you um <laughs> now he's supposed to take this uh he has like this briefcase that alonzo gives him everybody's after him you know because he owes this money and they said okay well we'll we'll um if you want to get out of this, um, you know, we won't kill you or whatever, you know, you, uh, so that's what it, was, it says death run to Istanbul. You know, mm-hmm. was, as I was watching this, I was like, you know, uh, nothing takes place in Istanbul. I and, thought he was going to go to Turkey. Yeah. That, well, when I first saw the title, I thought it was going to be like a shitty, like Turkish star Wars movie with subtitles and shit. I was surprised, you know, um, but he, is a dumb fuck, and he hangs out with these other uh, junkie motherfuckers. This one guy has the worst fucking. Um, he's losing his hair, and he's got this big sh- string of hair that just hangs down <laughs> at the front. And he's a junkie, and you know it because you know they go over to Gary's house and act like they're high, and then they 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 tantalize Gary with some drugs. And as soon as he's out, they they uh, steal his shit. So you know, like, what are friends for? And then <laughs> Gary's. He's even though he's a junkie, he's still got that um, stoic hero smartass when he gets uh, caught by Alonzo and his henchmen, mm-hmm. and they're you know, and we get a, a put it this way, put it this way, people. Uh, in the next movie, we get way too much stoic hero smartass. Oh, um, he is fucking awful. Anyway, but, next movie, sorry. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> but so anyway, Gary, uh, they smack him around, do a bunch of shit to him, and. There were several times in in this movie where Alonzo would tell somebody to, I assume, go rape. So they'd have either Gary <laughs> or his sister in a room, and he'd be like, okay, go take care of this. And the person, whether it was a guy or a giant muscle she-male woman, <laughs> um, would go to, to the room, and like the giant muscle uh, henchwoman – uh, who was so gross it made me want to vomit. <laughs> she looked like uh, like um, Alpha of the Wild Samoans. If you put his head on a, I was going to say a woman's body, but like a, a bodybuilder woman's body. Nicole Bass's body. Just, with, oh, with just Alpha's so gross. <laughs> and she has these little uh, high heels on, which I guess are supposed to make her look feminine. She fucking fights in those things. I mean, yeah. not well, but she fights in. Yeah, not not well at all. Um but they will go uh, to 
the room where they the dungeon or whatever where they have Gary <laughs> in one room and his sister in another, I guess, and he'd say, uh, you know, uh, all right, go take care of this, and they'd go in, and like the muscle woman gets on top of Gary and starts like licking his stroking face. his face, and then they just cut away to something else, <laughs> and and uh, then um, I wonder if Sunny Douche. Her, her real name is Sunny Down, Downch, D-O-E-N-C-H, is the actress that plays Lola uh, as Sunny Knox. I guess she, you know, I don't know, whatever. But she's the one that looked like a porn star. She's very, she's very pretty. Um, and um, she, uh, Alonzo gets to feel up her tits. Mm-hmm. Uh, or one, he just kind of rubs it, and then she does a snap mare on him and kicks him in the balls. But then he beats the fuck out of her. So she's she's the um, kind of where Sam is the take no shit karate butch kind of karate woman. Um, his sister uh, is vulnerable, even though she knows karate, and she yeah. kicks him in the balls and stuff. She's the when 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 Alonzo starts fondling her tit at that scene, there's this yeah. like rumbling, and I thought for a second in the sound of the video, of the movie, there was a for, I thought for a second that it was going to be like some like creepy music or something starting, and it was just a fucking motorcycle running outside the room they were. Yeah, in. yeah, <laughs> cool. I remember that because I was like, it, it you you do realize it's like a car or a motorcycle going by, but the sound actually did kind of fit <laughs> like it was going to be some weird, you know. But that yeah. was too. Fun. Now she was. It says here that she was the original choice for Gabrielle on Xena Warrior Princess, but declined because oh. she did not want to move away from her boyfriend, who was probably Alonzo, and that's why he was allowed <laughs> to fill her tit. Uh, I don't know if that's true. And she has a twin sister. Ooh, twin sister of Ad- oh no no she is the twin sister of Adam oh. Dunch, however you say her name. Adam Douche. Adam <laughs> Douche. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Sunny Douche. <laughs> so it's like a Massingale flavor. She's um, still good looking. Yeah, yeah, she's still she's a good looking woman. Um, now, there, like I said, some a lot, a lot of the karate stuff is it looks like Dude. like when you're you're in a karate dojo and somebody says, "Okay, now come over and try and hit me and come down like you're like." With your like, you have a knife in your hand, and it's so obvious. And then they do like a a, a so, block that they're taught. Yeah. And then, so I've I, I like I've that. had aspirations in the past to take up like a, a martial art of some sort just to kind of learn it. And but when then I watch something like this, and it makes me realize that probably the best I would ever look doing a martial art is how these people looked, and I yeah. would probably look even much worse. And it totally discourages me from even trying. They look so fucking well, bad, and the uh, like the one chick Sam does like I, I, she does Tai Chi exactly like I would because she starts by walking around and caressing herself and like yeah <laughs> trying to be so- sexy or something. And I was I was expecting several times to see nudity in this, and there's none at all. Yeah, she tries to be sexy, but she's not sexy at all. She's she's like I said, I I just um, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's how I do Tai Chi too. I got you got to give yourself a rub down first. She, I wonder if she was like in porn, 
because I'm looking up her. Robin Lee is her name. Okay, she was in Addicted to Sex, Rain mm. Women 15, which is Rain Women is a, is porn, Pussy Man 16, Girls Who Gush, <laughs> Girls Who Booty, Gush, Bootylicious, Tight Spot, Canned Heat, Rain Woman 9, Wetlands. All those Wetland movies are porn movies. Come, C U M, on in. Mechanics by day, lube job by night. She is definitely a porn actress. Oh, look, uh, she's had. Okay, she, she she had a recurring role in '85 as a character named Aphrodite in several movies, including one called "Let Me Tell You About Black Chicks." I've seen some of those movies. She has made porno <laughs> movies a from 1985 to 2004. I'm gonna have to look her. I bet you I've seen her in a. I, if she's been in that many porno movies, I've seen her in something. Maybe she does uh, karate in one of them. She was in oh Debbie Does Dallas Five. Jesus Christ! Teenage Fantasy Slumber Party Reunion. <laughs> uh, Naughty Ninja Girls. Yes, there Mis, you go. Misadventures, misadventures of the of the gang bang. Her name, her porn name is Fallon. It's, Ninja it's, cheerleaders. So oh my anyway. god, I bet she's done martial arts in a porn before. Oh fuck! Well, hell, it's a goddamn yeah, ninja cheerleader. She had to have. So anyway, this bitch, <laughs> this bitch, see. Um, <laughs> so I have a lot of respect for her now. She's a she's a hardworking <laughs> woman, that's for sure. Uh, and why the fuck? Okay, she's a porn actress that's made porn movies for like thirty fucking years, but doesn't get naked in this movie or have a sex scene. I guarantee uh, that wasn't her choice. Yeah, she's That's, probably like, "Come on, guys! Come on, uh-huh. look! I could, like, I will, I will gladly take this off." And they, they had her just like the dudes in the street rip off her, rip off her top, and she has a sports. And that bra was on. horrible because it wasn't even sexy at all or anything. And she's like, <laughs> "Look, my fucking shirt!" And I, I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I blame Rachel like, Gordon. She seemed very butch. Uh, and, and she didn't act like she was acting uh, in that department. Um, now, I uh, Gary's acting was pretty bad, Ugh. but you know he was. Uh, but everybody's was. Yes. <laughs> um. The the muscle woman just kind of came out of nowhere. She wasn't in it like for a lot of the time. And then there was a dude that was standing waiting for, I think Alonzo was one of his henchmen and he was just standing on the street or on uh, like a hotel standing on the steps, like twirling his nunchucks, which was kind of funny. Cause you know, like I said, it's just like that Danny fucking uh, McBride thing where, you know how you said when you saw this, you thought if I would have taken like Taekwondo or something, I'd look even as good as I would look. But in these people's minds, they all look like Van Damme or Chuck Norris or something. Oh, especially the one dude. So there's a there's a scene in a park where there's two dudes oh fighting. Oh, my God. I have and no idea who off. the fuck they are. I don't even – do they even give them names? Like who the hell were they supposed to be? And this one guy does this stupid Jean-Claude Van Damme split. Yeah, for no reason. That was Gary. There's, there's pe- that was No, that was, I don't think that was even Gary. I think it was just some guy. But they they just like they're chasing each other and they just like they just square off in this park and the one guy's doing like Wing Chun, Gung Fu fucking moves or something to like warm up and all this stuff and it looks so stupid and, and then he does out. like a yeah there's people walking by like what the fuck yeah there's people just walking by <laughs> he does like a cartwheel and a handspring and it's all 
shittily Ugh. edited together. Now, they there's one scene where Alonzo <laughs> Now this shows you what a low budget motherfucker he is. They go he takes his his woman who's like a simpleton and his entourage to this party and the party is uh like five guys uh that have this shitty band that kind of is like the uh, the band that the uh Troy Duffy um that did um Boondock Saints, the documentary about when he was making Boondock Saints, um, he had a band that he was also trying to get um, Miramax or whoever to promote. And that's kind of like what this band was. But the audio was so horrible because they <laughs> shot it in different cuts and you could hear them. It, it was just awful. Like it was spliced together. Yeah, sometimes you'd have the hiss of like the background sound, and then it was obvious they didn't get the sound right, so they had to re- redub it in the studio. It was horrible. So it goes from silent to hiss again. There's nobody else there except these guys are just up there playing, and Alonzo just like walks up on the stage with his group <laughs> of people, and he stands like almost nose to nose with the lead singer, and just stand there like looking at him like, yeah, this is good, some good shit. So you know the people in this band are just like friends of whoever and they said they'd work for free yeah and he and she was probably like yeah man we'll get you if you do this you know we'll put you in our movie and and you'll get exposure and they're probably like working down at fucking uh kentucky fried chicken or something now (laughs) or even then and they never but it's funny um the muscle woman uh nicole bass like uh (laughs) I don't know. Off a of bass. She, she she has some um some fights there toward the end. And then there was this that that odd guy that had the makeup all over his face for no reason. He looked like a juggalo. Oh, that was so weird. He gets shot and like he turns around. I was like, what the why was he wearing but, makeup? But I, I hate to nitpick, but when they showed like the montage at the beginning, that was in the montage, so it kind of killed it. You know, it was like, well, hell, I've yeah. already seen, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why he was there. He was like, he was like the guy. He was kind of like dressed like a juggalo, but while the music's playing, he's like just like doing like almost like the robot or something, you know, <laughs> uh, which is stupid. He had no purpose other than he was just weird. Um, but that's about all I had to say. Like I said, I mean, it would be like if if we all went to Horror Hound and we said let's make a fucking movie, it would be probably this bad. <laughs> Except it wouldn't have any karate in it because we none of us know fucking none of us know karate. None, none of us are athletic or have any skills. You know, the, this movie. <laughs> but weird I will because... say this: there's some of the stuff in this movie and the other movie that I think that I could look just not knowing anything. I think I could look just as good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this the yes yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> um, this movie's weird because it's an hour and eighteen minutes long. Like you were saying, you got about ten minutes of montage at the beginning and the end of the same scenes. There's fucking I don't know how many establishing shots we get of like Los Angeles and stuff, just like random That's shots of people like on the boardwalk, and. I, how many times do you did we get to watch Sam like walking away from the camera, like <laughs> with her saggy ass? Yeah. What? <laughs> so there's like at least five minutes of this movie is just spent watching her like walk down an alley or something. <laughs> it's and, and really weird. I, for, I forgot about the John Waters kind of looking guy. Oh, see, okay, I saw him at the beginning, and he had when he's at the montage. I was like, I, I busted out laughing because he kind of looked like Jack Nicholson in Chinatown. Because of his the way he has the tape yeah. across the bridge of his nose, but then when they show him, he he does he looks like a he looks like John Waters uh, mated with uh, 
<laughs> with Chinatown Jack Nicholson with you his little my, skinny mustache. You broke my nose. You broke my nose. Break his legs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I said I laughed at Chinatown Jack Nicholson with his tongue hanging out. Um, the uh, yeah, I guess the the Gary with his greaser and the greaser look with the cheap white sneakers that maybe that was still in in 93 and then fucking in the next movie we get another leather jacket and white sneakers um <laughs> maybe they were filming at the same time and they were just sharing a uh uh a uh fashion advisor yeah, to, cut, to cut cost yeah um Ew. No. Well, <laughs> but uh I don't know, you know, I mean, you, you you go into this with low expectations, and I gotta say, after talking about it, I probably like it even more than I did after I watched it. Um, of the, the two, I would watch this one again. See, I definitely, I'd watch the other one again. Um, we'll get to that. Sick but the fucking asshole. <laughs> the I know you know you're going into lo- uh, this movie with low expectations when uh, when I was actually impressed. When uh, Gary goes to make a phone call but doesn't have change because he had earlier given his fi- last 50 cents away trying to get, you know, wise-ass his way out of the 50 grand. He's like, here, 50 cents. That's all I have. And then his pocket's actually empty later on. I was like, hey, hey, no pothole there. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty terrible. Rare. I mean, like I said, like we were saying, filmed on video – there's a weird line in it I wrote down. I don't remember who says it, but somebody says, mm, I smell some cat food close by. <laughs> yeah, well, that the, the muscle woman's name was Cat. The muscle. Oh, okay. okay. But see, I forgot that. I forgot that. And when she said that, I thought she was like a, a, a lesbian. And she was like, like, I smell some pussy, you know. Maybe that's what she was saying. But her name was Cat. So I think when she said I smell cat food, oh, like something she it wasn't to as eat. much that she was smelling Sam's stank crotch as it was that <laughs> she was just like you know I don't know. Yes, what Sam never showers in this, and she does work out a lot. So yeah, and she made her was it was it Gary's sister? They were in the dojo and they were practicing, and she. She was oh, too I think rough. that was just some random chick. I don't know. Who, yeah. I don't think that was Gary's sister. And she got that was just them that establishing that Sam was kind of a badass who, who uh, didn't know her own strength. I slipped. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, that's that's about all I have. What would you, what would you rate it? Um, it's tough to rate because it's awful. But um, I would give this. I watched the other one first, and then okay. I watched this one. I watched them in the opposite order. And I did not pause this one. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 4.5. Oh, I was hoping it was going to go higher. I give it a 6.5. I was going to give it like a 6. Um, because I, I mean, but I, I've had fun talking about it. It, it was, uh, I, it was a, a good, it was a good 4.5. Yeah, I mean it's it's a terrible terrible movie, but it's la- it's it laughs and and the fact that yeah, that I liked it better after talking about it makes me think that it would be a really good crowd movie if everybody was on the same page. Um, uh, it would be it would be a lot yeah, of this. It, yeah, dope. it'd be it'd be fun with that definitely. <laughs> Smoking dope. Yeah. All Does right. Does anybody say um, that anymore? Do you say dope? No. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Cool. Let's take a break and come back and talk about Street Angels, Zom's second favorite movie. We'll be right back. Street Angels. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and trick-or-treat radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you <laughs> took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just... <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci. Douchebag. Sounds like it'd be in a Robert Rodriguez movie. That was yeah. Anthony's choice. Um, so, what are we doing? All oh, right, Street Angels, 1993. Would you like to synopsize? I will synopsize. Uh, I won't like it though. I um, just realized something. What? We'll get into that in a second. George Saunders. Jack yeah, Richards. he's yeah. also Frank. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, yeah, what an ego. Anyway, <laughs> undercover cop Frank Adams and his female martial artists attempt to stop the phantom spree of cop killing and take back the streets for the ga- from the gangsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The stars. Uh, yeah. Well, directed what? by George Saunders. Yeah. Uh, or as he went, George Philip Saunders, because he he uh, wanted to add that middle name to sound legit in Hollywood, what a I guess. stupid jerk. He was in a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Yeah. I think. Nope, never mind. He has a writer. mini bio and trivia, which I'm sure that George Saunders probably put on there. <laughs> um, I'm almost sorry, positive. George George Saunders, George Philip Saunders, um, and uh, uh, three por- girls that probably also did porn. Tamara Wilson, he's a professional Wilson. ballet dancer. I mean, <laughs> you got to be kidding me! No, 
Oh my God, he stinks. Um, yep, nineteen fifteen. Oh no, he was born in fifty. Okay, go ahead. Um, Gwen Somers, who is best known for the hottest bid and hot wax zombies on wheels, and uh, Honey Lauren, whose IMDb photo is something to behold. She's got crazy looking hair, and uh, yeah, um, she's never really been in anything either. So nobody really ever made it anywhere outside of George Saunders, who has uh, written and directed in Hollywood for years and years. And the guy that should have made it somewhere, and I'm not sure ever did, Kim Strauss as the Phantom, who was fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was in Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. <laughs> Please tell me he was one of the Power Rangers. Oh, he was not. He played somebody called Jinxer in 37 episodes of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. Jinxer. I wonder if the kids that watched that had any idea what he was up to a few years prior. <laughs> hey, Dad, it's Jinxer. <laughs> Why is he licking that guy's face? Um, now, we, we uh, were treated to uh, Mr. George Saunders pretty early. Now, can we define treat? (laughs) Now, yeah, exactly. Now, George George Saunders plays Frank Frank Adams, and um, Frank Adams. uh, Well, George Saunders, like I think he believed he was going to make a modern day uh, uh, film noir in a sense. Um, He's got this really well. The character, when he speaks, has this really just douchey way of like bringing up old literature and stuff. And he's got these horrible voiceovers about like, I was giving myself a douche of the mind with, you know, stuff like (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) A douche of the mind. I'm pretty sure he said that at one point. Um, Surprise me. And he loves showing off his chest. I'll say that, too. Um, it's not even that well built. No, he is not. Like I am as well built as he is, and I'm a fucking yeah. doughy mess. Uh, the so he he was already on my nerves at the beginning. I laughed at him, but he's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And pops chuck gum in his mouth, and he has this recurring line that I accidentally swallowed my gum, which is really not funny at all. Um, but uh, so it it starts off with a, another woman getting sexually harassed in a. Uh, in an alleyway and the, the cop comes and saves her life. Um, now in the previous movie, this is one thing I'll give this movie over the previous movie. In the previous movie, they didn't know where the fuck they were going. It took 30 minutes for the story to even start in an hour and 20, 20 minute movie. <laughs> this one, it, it, it's pretty quick and we, we establish who, who the phantom is pretty quickly. And, um, but uh, we, we get an idea of where we're going early on with the with... Phantom. Jesus, <laughs> the Phantom was amazing. Oh, I'll get to him in a minute. Um, but uh, oh, and I forgot to mention in the previous one, Alonzo uses a fucking like Uniden cordless phone as a cell phone in his car. And in this it talks one, like he's on a, like a walkie-talkie. Almost, in this like... one, yeah. In this one, Frank is using a cordless phone as a walkie-talkie <laughs> in yeah. an alley. Uh, it's like it's a, and it's red too. It doesn't even look like a goddamn walkie-talkie. But uh, I love that scene because I'm pretty sure in this movie that they only had one gun and they <laughs> that, just, that one black revolver. Yeah, they just um, passed it around. They 
they uh the, you get like I'd say if I had to compare the the martial arts, they're probably better in the other one. <laughs> uh, although Phantom's not Phantom's not bad, I guess. <laughs> okay, he's pretty bad, but um, I love that the 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 henchman at the beginning who tries to break that bottle on the wall and he hits it like five times yes! <laughs> and it won't break. And then when it finally does break, all he has this tiny little nub left in his hand. I got to go with it though. But at least this one has sound effects for the punches. Even if the karate's not as good, at least there's some sound effects when they punch. And the other one, they would just throw a punch and the guy would react, but there was no sound at all. Um, I wish the I wish the police chief in this was in it a little more. So uh, obviously Frank is a uh, j- just like any good crime movie. He's he's the renegade cop, and his partner's been killed. Yeah, well that's that's what we see early. He walks into the alley after saving that girl's life, and his partner's sitting in the front seat of his car with his uh, quote unquote brains blown out. All it is is just a little smudge of uh, red paint on his forehead. A dot. <laughs> so uh, he wants to go all rogue and kill the guy that that killed his partner, and um, the, the police chief who looks like a high school teacher to me for some reason, <laughs> and who is maybe the worst actor in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. But um, uh, basically, you know, I don't know if he suspends him or what. I don't even remember. It's not important because Frank. Right, he went on vacation. He, he didn't at first. He said he was going to. He was going to take some time off. Uh huh. He told his boss told him to take some time off, and then he decided, okay, I'm going to take some time off. He didn't suspend him, I don't think. He okay, okay, yeah, I couldn't remember for whatever reason he was he was uh, he was not on the on active duty. Yeah. And but somehow still off has the, the grid. Yeah, somehow being off the grid still has the uh, the sway to re- help get uh, five or no, three convicted uh, uh, women out of prison. In, and make a, a, a bargain with them that they he, they will be free if they help him kill the Phantom in his game. <laughs> that, that works, right? Yeah. But yeah, he rocks a he rocks a leather jacket and white sneakers too. And but his fashion is certainly worse than uh, than Gary's in the first movie because like, well, first he's wearing the fucking blue turtleneck, and which is about the least tough thing you can <laughs> you can wear. Um, well, until he goes and fucking puts on that shirt, he gets out of the trunk. It's supposed <laughs> to be like torn. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to look so, so he's supposed stupid. to look. Yeah, he's supposed to look tough, and he puts on this t-shirt that's like slit down past his nipples, like that, almost to his belly button. So his his very very uh, average hairy chest. Yeah, very is, average. It's poking out. There's nothing, nothing spectacular, nothing noteworthy about this guy's torso whatsoever, except how bland it is. Um, but, <laughs> but now I took a note here. Slobbers on himself, exclaims, "Holy shit!" <laughs> what is that from? Slobbers on himself. Was that the the drunk is that guy? When he went and bought, he he went and got the beer, and then just went and sat by a dumpster. Drink beer. <laughs> Maybe that's what or it was. Was that the other movie? Huh? No, that was this one. That was this one. That was this one. Yeah. So yeah, and there's 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 actually quite a few quite a few moments of beer drinking in this, and and uh, I noticed that the beer every time was Bud Light, regardless if they were drinking it out of a can or a bottle. It was always Bud Light, which is really funny. Maybe it was product placement. Label. Or maybe that's <laughs> yeah, right. just what they had in the refrigerator. 
Well, they must have they the six the the uh, the six pack of cans they ran out of. And they had to use a bottle later on. But they try and do that stupid thing where to show that he's just fucking drunk and burnt out. He opens the car and all the beer cans fall out. So dumb. <laughs> and his car was like a, a a Ford Taurus. And when he started it up, they used the sound effects of like a muscle car. Yeah, it was. It was either a Taurus or a fucking uh, uh, Mercury Sable. It was one, one of the two because they were pretty much the same car. Yeah. But um, (laughs) all of the um, well, yeah. We by this time we've already already gotten his his noir style makeover or makeover voiceovers, which are pretty terrible. Um, But his way of line delivery is just so grating. It's so fucking bad. He's He's so full of himself. Yeah. He's like. So, you came home and you found your husband in bed with another woman. You then proceeded to beat the hell out of them. <laughs> and he does it in this crappy white man voice the whole time. Like, if anybody, any comedian ever makes fun of white guy talk, this is, uh, Frank is the guy that, that does the white guy talk. Um, yeah, call me Frank. We're going to be in together, we were going to be together for a while. <laughs> um, then the, so... He pulls the three women out of out of prison. It's uh, Tamara and uh, Anya and Bettina. And Bettina and Anya are are actual criminals. They've been convicted of assault or robbery or whatever. And uh, Tamara, we find out, played by D. Heng- Hengstler, <laughs> Hengster, um, who was kind of cute at times with her giant fucking blonde hair. But um, uh, she like the, uh, that hair just reminded me. The of hair was terrible, sister. but she, she had potential. Yeah, yeah uh, maybe not. Maybe not. But um, <laughs> she has a she has a past, which I guess I won't spoil. Um, she has a little twist on her character, which is supposed to add interest, but obviously doesn't. But you know, whatever. Um, the twist <laughs> is that she sucks. <laughs> uh, her All hair, the women her... in this are just fucking awful. Yeah, they're I hate pretty that awful. fucking hair. On now, her hair is so big. I couldn't like she must have spent a lot of time teasing that shit. Uh, yeah, uh, um, teasing Frank's cock. <laughs> fucking horrible, fucking turd of a movie. So when we're when we're finally introduced <laughs> to well, we had a little taste of Phantom earlier. With the, with the, he was with, the he was the best part. He was the highlight. Phantom was by far the best part. Uh, so he kills a cop first. Well, I mean, we don't see the first cop. He kills another cop. Spoiler alert. And uh, the 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 martial arts on display <laughs> in, in the uh, the what is it the dim the dimmak technique that he uses. <laughs> The Chinese refer to it as an iron death, death blow. Um, it's essentially a strike to the midsection that erupts internal organs within a few seconds. Um, so, yeah, uh, not only is Phantom um, a psychopath, he also is a Vietnam vet. He also is a martial arts master. <laughs> so Yeah, and yeah. he's a, like a bodybuilder. He works out. He does work out and kicks beer cans to practice his, his karate. Uh. Um, precision kicks, and I think he's he got says that a, punch. That I one think he punch. Tells, tells some yes, the the dim mac, the punch. It's that, like uh, uh, Count Dante, you know, where you learn, <laughs> you send in the back of a comic book and learn how to do the the five finger death punch or whatever. The one inch punch makes your one heart inch explode. punch. Um, Fuck yeah! 
Makes all your organs fucking explode. So he tells oh, somebody he's going to take her panties off and fuck the red socks off of her. <laughs> and he <laughs> says that twice. Does he? <laughs> yes, they said back to back. I think that was just bad editing. I think that he was only supposed to say it once. He uh, says it once, and then five seconds later, he says it again. And he's a convicted fuck the red felon. Socks but off you. He just hates. He just hates cops. So he the hates red the, socks. The he does. He hates. He hates panties and red socks. Um, he loves uh, guys with chew, that chew tobacco. Um, and I, the, 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 I love how. They're supposed to be like uh, this badass gang just because they just walk around town and just are mean to people. <laughs> he is the biggest – he has the biggest group of slobs with him. Like yeah. they all look so fucking low rent. It's not even funny. I love the one dude on like the ninja motorcycle swinging the sword. Yeah, most of the time they just like – the two guys on the motorcycle, they're, they're walking real slow and they just like – Ride the motorcycles behind him, going as slow as possible. <laughs> um, now, Phantom looks like uh, Peter Cetera on, ster- on steroids. He always wears yeah. these glasses. But, man, he as the movie goes on, like, he starts off pretty nuts. But as the movie goes on, he just gets weirder and weirder, which I fucking... He was, he was amazing, man. <laughs> He's so out there. He just really goes for it, and it's really it was really entertaining. I, and I'd love I posted screenshots of it. I love when he's fucking lifting weights and kicking the can. And stuff. <laughs> I laugh so good at that. And uh, I love the I love the part when uh, so he carries this one guy or this this the gimp I guess, but he's more of a redneck than a gimp. But he carries around him on a leash, and uh, the one when he says. Please let me have him, Daddy. I'll eat him alive. And he's like, "I know you will, you big delicious slut." <laughs> yeah, they. they uh, I like when um, what's his face? Who's the dickhead? That's the the main guy. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Frank. Yeah. For, oh, I'm already. I'm back on. I am. I'm on Gary. Uh, Frank um, is fucking subjected to this um, Fight Club like. Uh, thing where and he's like he does the voiceover and he's like I'm I'm stuck here with my hands tied behind my back with a group of morons that uh only want to fight and fuck each other. Like, and I'm on my knees. Yeah and I'm on my knees. Not good. Um so He well, reminded the, me of this guy that I work with who acts the exact same way. Uh, like thinks he's cool and thinks he and if if this guy is he's like he's like uh, Frank in this. When he looks in the mirror, I think he sees like um I don't know, like Jason Statham or something. But when you look <laughs> at him you see that guy like Frank. He he's the kind of guy that you'll see on uh MySpace with uh wearing a trench coat and he's got like katanas over his fireplace <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but so basically it goes that the uh after frank gets his women out he he has to train them and their training sequence is pretty fucking brutal Ugh. um but uh of, and of course it only takes like 48 hours for them to all be now martial arts experts themselves because frank because he's so amazing at kickboxing and and uh and karate that he's that good of a teacher well, like when he's uh, before they start their training, he's like sitting on his ass on the floor, and like going yeah, 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 <laughs> like just sitting on his ass. It's like what oh, kind it's of moves terrible. Just a, so, loads of awkward martial arts training in this, but um, 
the so he trains them and their 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 thing is now I don't I don't quite understand the the the, the logic behind it, but essentially they're going to pose as a rival gang and thwart all of Phantom's gang stuff and then just and everybody they help rescue they say they just basically say tell them the street angels own this turf now like yeah the street and, angels and it was it, it was kind of funny when uh Tamara like makes fun of the street angels thing she's like it sounds like a no good B movie <laughs> title how about that stupid fucking uh soliloquy about the fucking crawdad and the fish <laughs> so bad. That fish survived. Do you want to be a survivor? Yeah, and they. Why and did it, it survive? It survived because it was smart, fast. All the while, uh, oh yeah, and he adapted to because it was a shitty environment or something. He saw all of his friends die, and that's how you have to be. They uh, and all the while he's showing them, and the, that aquarium was so fucking gross. <laughs> it it was covered in algae. It just <laughs> they could have at least wiped it down beforehand, but Frank didn't give a shit. Um. So while they're going around and kind of survive this dirty fish tank, <laughs> yes. yeah. there's hardly any I'm oxygen like, left in this water at all because it's so disgusting. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but they they so they go around just like thwarting these these the things that the fan, that Phantoms gang are, are doing, and Phantoms gang their low rent gang, they beat up that one old dude that I mentioned earlier. Man, it was so like there was nothing natural looking about this at all. I think that they're so one of the crimes that they helped thwart. They're stealing an old guy's car, and this old guy's wearing like the old uh, the old man hat. This plaid old man hat, little old little old dude. He looks like the uh, if the Dunkin' Donut Donuts dude was like ninety. That's what this guy looked like. And uh, they just start wailing on him with a tire iron, and it's obvious that the tire iron was fucking. I don't know if it was rubber or what, but the dude wasn't even like swinging all the way. He was doing like swinging from the elbows, and the guy yeah. was just going like it was totally dubbed over, like oh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 uh. And so the the they go the the street angels uh, follow them and get the dude's car back and like deliver it back to him, but um. I forgot there was one woman they rescued and they and they said she said something smart ass about them like uh something about they were, they said the street angels and like hell this town's going to hell in a handbasket um terrible but um don't worry so yeah then uh, then I don't I don't know I don't understand the point of having the rival gang thing they they could they could have done you know what would have been a lot more interesting is if they all worked at becoming part of the gang although uh, uh, Phantom does not seem a fan of women very much. <laughs> uh, well, he, he Phantom, Phantom likes Scotty. He doesn't seem to. I mean, he, he seems to you have killed a my bitch. She was a good bitch. <laughs> she was a good bitch. <laughs> she that girl was kind of kind of cute. Uh, she was a good bitch, and Phantom killed her because he didn't. He he wanted. Uh, he's he's not. Uh, yeah, I think that the only reason he kept women around is so he could kill them. So he wanted that uh, redneck. The, um, red he did, Scotty. Scotty uh, with the, was with his the main the, man. The flannel shirt, and Scotty's Scotty's demise was pretty pretty dumb, <laughs> but it made me laugh. Um, made the fan go into a rage. Yes. Pissed. Um, the uh, I'll I'll leave it with this. Okay. It's funny that 
this is the, the when I was on the 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 Rodriguez Tarantino kick this week. I haven't watched rewatched Pulp Fiction yet, but the first movie, the story is propelled by a briefcase full of something, and in this one, you have a crazy guy with a pet gimp that he keeps on a leash. <laughs> so I want I wonder maybe maybe Tarantino something while he was knowing him, he probably did fucking lift it. No, they came out the same year. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe. Anyway, what did you think of? Uh, you stole you think my of Street story. Angels? Can you imagine that uh, fucking uh, what's his face, um, George Saunders, uh, stalking Quentin Tarantino like um, John Turturro and Johnny Depp, and he's like, "You stole my story." Whatever. <laughs> was, was that something window? Was that not Rear Window? What was that? Remember um, that movie? I don't. I remember don't? Rear Window. I don't remember what you're talking about. Though. All right. Well, anyway. <gasps> um, well, okay. You covered it pretty good, Nancy. You did mm-hmm. a good job. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought that the the uh, one chick with the black hair that was a uh, – she was supposed to be a member of the Bloods, the, the right, worst right. street gang in L.A., which is right. you know African-American gang, and she was white. Um, she was pretty gross. And even her fighting style, which was just street stuff, she just jumped on on Frank and started gouging his eyes. Frank got his balls kicked a few times by these chicks. Yes, um, he did. That just shows you how tough they are. But he he'd get back up and hey, um, do you recognize this grip? When he had the girl by the throat, and I leave my index finger free so I can gouge your carotid artery or something. It's like well, what the so fuck? dumb, so oh. dumb. I saw there was a dude I watched uh, a Ring of Honor match. Uh, the dude was doing a vertical suplex and holding the dude up in, for like 10 seconds in the air. And the guy getting held up reaches down and grabs the guy by the balls to break it. <laughs> nice. It, it was pretty funny. Um, I'll never forget Ric Flair holding Nikita Koloff up for a vertical suplex and Nikita Koloff's balls <laughs> and cock coming out. And, and Tommy, Tommy Young, Young had to reach down yeah, and, and flip it back over, which was kind of awesome. Um, the, um, I don't know. I, the, I just, they should have called him the twisted sisters because all their hair looked like twisted sister. And I think that's a better name than street angels anyway. Yeah. Um, let's see. George Saunders was, uh, so obnoxious that it, he made me want to vomit. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, I know what he was going for. I yeah. mean, you know, but it was just, it was just too much like Jesus Christ. You know, he was just such a. He was a he was the uh, he was trying to go for like a Bruce Willis thing where he's getting tortured and shit, but he still has the wisecracks. Yeah. And Gary did in the other movie too, which was really bad. Um, I really got I, I thought the Phantom at the first of all the name the Phantom was stupid. That's about the worst generic stupid name <laughs> that you come up with, especially when they're like going around like killing cops and then just writing Phantom on the fucking windshield of their car. <laughs> he made that one cop. Um, all the, and the cops, the, the the one cop was sitting in his car eating a donut, and they shot him between the eyes. Then the other cop was standing outside his car by a dumpster or something, eating a donut, drinking coffee, and Phantom came Oh, yeah, came and they, they stole his coffee, and yeah. they said, uh, they said, And Phantom ate his grown. donut. <laughs> yeah. and, and, but then he, he hit him. This message contains content that has been blocked by our security systems. Uh-oh. If you think you are seeing this by mistake, let us know. Uh-oh. Oh, well, I best better not post that picture. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Boo! Um, what are you going to do? 
Um, so anyway, that that distracted me, motherfucker. Um, the de- you were you were getting to the dim mock the uh, the death Chinese death blow. Yeah, he he uh, he he would punch the guy in the stomach, and then he <laughs> the guy would be sitting there like gagging and everything, and he'd be like, "Fall down, you're dead already." But the guy's still alive. And then he, when the guy, he, the other one, he did it to kick the dude in the face, and that was the same thing. He's like, "Fall down, <laughs> fall down, you're dead already." Um, but anyway, this was just I, I paused this one quite a a, a bit. And I got really tired of watching it because oh. it, I, I – but it was mostly just because Frank was such a, a fucking obnoxious jerk <laughs> that I got tired of hearing his mouth, kind of like probably <laughs> people when they're listening to this show. Anyway. Um, well, Uh-oh. The, uh, <laughs> um, Phantom was the best part. Frank was the worst, the worst part. part because – not only I just I didn't even like his face. Like when I look look him up on here, he just looks like a douche who <laughs> is. Uh, I I, I said I just said that I work with a guy who kind of acts like him. That I think thinks when he looks at himself in the mirror, he thinks I'm a I'm a handsome guy. If I had just had a break or whatever, but I also work with a guy who I don't know who has his own web page, uh, records his own music, and sells his own. CDs online. Plus, he sells like uh, nutraceuticals. Like, if you go to his website, he's into everything. He's he's like he he he's written uh, several books that he publishes himself and sells on Amazon, which are horrible and really just <laughs> stupid and gross. And this is George Saunders, and I'm pretty sure that when you go to his IMDb, um, that everything on there. I, I, he is actively involved in his own IMDb page uh, because he's nobody. He's nothing. He's never done anything. Uh, and But still he has all this shit on there that tells all the stuff about him. Um, and I shouldn't say I, – I mean I don't know. The guy got my he, – he, I guess he's creative and he's trying. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies in – post-production or to or, or that he has announced that he's going to be in uh as of like now i mean he's he's made a lot he of shit a, he wrote a van damme movie he's made a navy seals movie combat seals <laughs> i mean <laughs> jesus christ this guy is working so i mean i'll give him props but this just this uh i don't know I, the, the the editing in this is definitely better than mm-hmm. in night run to was it was it night run death run to istanbul death run to istanbul uh it's put together better the fighting is still pretty bad oh, the uh, but terrible. it's just laughable and funny um it is what it is it's what you know uh, what would you rate it i give this one if i gave the other one what 4.25 4. i give this one yeah. a 4.5 no, I didn't like this. No, you one. gave the other one a four point five. Oh, okay. Um, I give this one about a two point five. Oh, I thought you were going to give it two. Not too nah, bad. No, it's close. I, I just got on my nerves. I, I just really everybody in it was obnoxious, trying to be tough. I. I had a lot of fun with this one. I was laughing through this one, even though I felt like shit today. So, um, the the 
the sword guy on the bike, fucking Peter Cetera's on steroids. The, the <laughs> and I li- I liked how how obnoxious Frank was because I laughed at how shitty he was. It made me laugh at you know his bad acting and um. It did a lot at the beginning, but after a while, it wore thin. Yeah, that's all right though. But I mean, it's nice and short. And but I give it an eight. I'd definitely I'd watch this one again. I can't believe <laughs> he didn't have a sex scene in it, knowing you know because you can kind of tell he really thinks he's the shit. Yeah, that's what was funny. And there was, yeah, no no nudity in this one either. <gasps> and you know, any one of those bitches would have showed their tits. They were just skeevy. Big delicious slut. All right. Uh, so we don't have feed sack this week, so uh, we'll just get into the post show here. Um, you can always send us feed sack if you choose <laughs> to two zero six three three nine sixteen hundred or silver gold podcast at gmail dot com uh, and find us on iTunes and Stitcher and. Uh, that other thing. Our website, silverandgold.com. We have a website. We have a um, website. We do. Sometimes. So next week on the show, we're doing uh, uh, Dying Mother, or or Sick Mother, double feature. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be a great ball fest. That's two big babies on there crying. Good. Well, we're going to do Goodbye Lennon. That one's not so much a ball fest. Um, Goodbye Lennon from 2003, and My Life as a Dog. Fest. That one might get us. Uh, if my we life were doing a, a, a ball fest about <laughs> mothers, we would be doing like Taboo with Kay Parker. Yeah. Maybe that'd be awesome. We'll, we'll do this for Christmas. Um, yeah. My Life as a Dog from 1985. Um, if you wanted to play along, it looks like Goodbye Lennon is on YouTube, and My Life as a Dog is on Hulu. So. Those should be fun. I haven't seen Goodbye Lennon in years, and I've never seen My Life as a Dog, so I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to, ever since 1985. I'm that cool, man. Um, so that's about it for this week. Oh, I forgot to talk about it. The Red Cabbage. So everybody's yeah, on the Red Cabbage yeah, in our circle. Let me tell you, I found the solution. Beano. So <laughs> the first time I ate cabbage, it felt like it... it uh, it felt like Tweet. Frank karate chopped me in the gut, and <laughs> uh, but I took Bino the second time, and it's awesome, and it worked, and it was great, and I will now eat more red cabbage, but I have to take Bino beforehand, or otherwise I feel like, no, maybe it felt like uh, the phantom Dem Mock punched me in the gut. So. Dem Mock. <laughs> um, I think that's about it. Tom's got to go to work, and I've got to go to bed. So, until next time... This is Hello Oot. <gasps> Bye.